Welcome to the AP Podcast. Today we have Brandon Birchfield. Welcome, Brandon. Thanks, man. It's good to be here. Yeah, man. I'm so happy to have you, Brandon. Um, look, guys, this guy is uh, actually a, a friend of mine. He's a local um, gym owner now, recent gym owner with the Lotus Fit by Design, right? Yep. I don't have to work out anymore. I made it. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, me and Brandon uh, met, let's see, my uncle, through my uncle probably actually, because he has an office there, um, yes. he's like PT stuff kind of, but um, Brandon took over the Lotus Fit, very successful guy already coming from, you said North Carolina? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. He's at a, he grew a gym out there, um, CrossFit gym, so today we're going to be talking about CrossFit stuff, but um, first of all, Brandon, I kind of want to get some background your credentials, you've talked to me already about, you know, you've been training for seven, 15 years, you know, a lot, personal training for seven years, training yourself for 15. Um, yeah. Kind of go into what got you into, I don't know, did you start with CrossFit? Um, kind of tell us your story and then we'll get going with the CrossFit stuff. Yeah, so I, it all kind of started with that phrase, like how much can you bench? <laughs> <laughs> um, on, a, on a serious note, it, it kind of did. Um, I, uh, I grew up in the family gym, you know, it was, my parents were missionaries, lived in India, you know, until we were about six years old, moved back home. And, uh, so yeah, I always been around the gym, but, uh, in middle school, probably eighth grade, <laughs> um, I went to my brother, uh, my brother's weightlifting, uh, class with all the seniors and everything. And they're like, Oh, little Birchfield, get on the bench. We're maxing out today. I'm like, all right, sure. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, this is, what, this is what you guys do. All right. So I just started warming up, and they helped me with progressions and everything. And they were getting all excited, and I actually maxed out at, like, 205. And, yeah, they were like, oh, my God, this is crazy. And so that kind of, you know, opened my eyes to it, and I guess was the, you know, really big spark for me with, um, with real, like, real training, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, before that, I didn't really – you know, mess with anything else. And so I always was into sports and football. And Yeah. You said that you played, um, you played football and you actually made it to the, you said semi-professional or did you say college? No, no, didn't go to college. So, um, yeah, I barely graduated college. <laughs> that me and academics, we didn't really get along. I didn't really connect with, um, studying and learning and all that stuff in that kind of, uh, system. So, um, which is crazy because now that's all I do is study and learn and right you know, it's just I wish I could have had that same mindset back then but anyways yeah semi-pro ball um, uh, northern California for just a year just kind of messing around and um, it was good but it was kind of a kind of like a washed up time you know it wasn't like I just want to pursuing because I want to make a career out of it or anything it was like no I miss hitting people and playing football so yeah, yeah. that was always there so yeah had a lot of back injuries and actually fractured my l4 l5 had compression Ooh, fractures. yeah i had a, tons of crazy stuff so so then fast forward uh did that moved back to north carolina and that's when i got into crossfit okay okay and when did you first hear about the crossfit stuff like what got you into or why did you choose crossfit i guess um I don't know. I didn't really like choose. <laughs> I just, I just went, I just went like, um, it was kind of the new thing, you know? Um, I heard about it in California whenever I was playing semi pro ball. And then when I moved back home, they were, 
um, putting a new gym in. I was like, all right, why not, you know, try this? Mm-hmm. And so for me, it was a way to get my athlete fix, if you will. Mm-hmm. So it seemed like really intense, really competitive. Oh, there's a leaderboard, you know, and that just sucked me right in, right? Like mm-hmm. a lot, of, like it does a lot of people. Yeah. Um, and so then I was doing personal training and uh, shadowing a lot of personal trainers there and just learning everything I could. So just, yeah. Huh. Dove in and so um, with that, CrossFit kind of sucked you in. And then um, for all the listeners, some people are probably wanting to go into personal training or yeah. as such. I want you to talk a little bit about this OPEX certification is it strictly for crossfit or what is the all entail and what does it stand for opex yeah if you remember i don't think they use it as like an acronym i don't mm. think it's like o stands for this or mm. but they're a coaching program so mm. kind of like nasm mm-hmm. um, without the definition yeah opex is um formerly known as opt james fitzgerald started it um mm-hmm. You know, because he saw a lot of the flaws or just the missing holes in CrossFit. Um, it's not CrossFit's not like a complete, you know, system in and of itself. Um, and it's gotten it's gotten progressively better and further away from, you know, kind of a black and white, you know, model. But um, so OPEX basically they coach coaches. They their whole five level module starts with um, assessment, then program design. Uh, then life coaching and nutrition and business systems. So there's five modules within the CCP level one. Um, and so that really was another milestone in my career that just set me on a blaze and just really challenged me more than anything to truly define what fitness is um, and why are we doing it in the first place? Like why do CrossFit? Why do uh, all these different, you know, types of, programs you know so they, they they have a very huge reputation in the performance side of crossfit so they send a lot of athletes to regionals and to the games and all that good stuff yeah because i sat in um that one day when i sat in with your guys little team meeting and going over um clients uh periodization or training that you're going to do for the next month or two or so and yeah. i'm not really familiar with crossfit at all like the stuff you do so yeah. it was really interesting how in depth though you guys went um with structuring your training and that's what i kind of want to ask you about with the crossfit the opex coming coming out of that diving into training there was a lot of percentages there was a lot of different um rpe scales in there and stuff like that so could you yeah. kind of for people wanting to go into crossfit give us like a like a background of what you do how you structure your stuff um and then kind of just feed off of that yeah so a lot of our clients have done crossfit before um and we basically structure everything with a clear slate and really get down to someone's goals um and where they currently sit so the assessment process is enormous in that whole deal so if someone like wants to go into CrossFit, I would just challenge them and ask them why, you know, what's the purpose? It's more of an educational thing than great, you know, learn about it. I think it's got some awesome principles and, you know, different stuff like that. But, um, but as far as our clients coming in, 
um, most of them don't fit this high intensity profile, you know, that's kind of sold out there. It's like you come in, you're overstressed, you, um, or either undereat or overeat, you're, you want to lose 30 pounds, you know, your hormones are all out of whack, you know, most of my clients are, you know, anywhere from 30 to 50, um, you know, they just want to like live long and prosper, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, high intensity isn't designed to live long and prosper. It, high intensity is designed to like compete and, you know, win trophies and medals and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and that's good in its rightful place. But I think where a lot of people get stuck is in this middle ground, right? Where it's like, I want, you know, I want to lose all this weight, build all this muscle, but yet I've got all this crazy high intensity stuff that's just beating me up. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's where the program design comes into place. And the, you know, this, uh, yeah, that individual approach that I say the assessment, what you're talking about, the preframe is I have to do that too, as well as people come to, you know, they'll come to you and say, I want to gain 10 pounds of muscle, lose 20 pounds of fat at the same time. And, and also increase my strength by 50 pounds on the bench or whatever that's, yeah. you know, but coming to you with your age demographic, you just said, um, most people probably still see your gym as, because I, I believe before it was a CrossFit gym. So they yep. probably still see your facility probably correlated to mostly CrossFit. And some people are scared of that, right? Especially right. if you're older because of yep. you know, the, the intensity of what probably true CrossFit is. Yep. You're saying that you kind of go a different route and you can kind of bend the rules a little bit. Um, and you shouldn't be scared is what I'm saying. Yeah. No, no, as far as, far as our gym, definitely, definitely not. I mean, there's always going to be this kind of intimidation, nervous factor. And I think that's good if people really embrace it, you know, it'll help launch them forward. Um, but yeah, the way that is, my history with CrossFit is um, it's really hard to get the best optimal results in that kind of group setting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Okay. That makes sense. And I guess a group setting though, for sure. Um, if you're somebody wanting to, how do I put this? If you're somebody wanting to lose weight, right? Lose body fat and you go to across the gym or something similar to yours. Um, would you say that that group though has been more, uh, benefits because of the accountability and the more of the social aspect of things? Do you see better results that way? Or do you still see better results from, individual programming if that makes sense that's a great loaded question i love it (laughs) yeah because um i think the i think us is i don't want to go too deep here (laughs) us is like we're designed for connection right so it just makes sense where we would thrive in that group setting because there's that you know there's that interaction Mm -hmm. um there's that sharing and you know that intimate kind of place of struggling with other people but the way what we what we do is you do that same thing here but everyone's struggling and working with their own specific program within a group right so there might be like yeah yeah, there might be like six seven people out on the floor um like yesterday evening you know there were like six ladies on the floor i was completely outnumbered i didn't know what to do with myself i was like testosterone is way low in here Justin Timberlake on, you know, but they're each focused on their own program, you know, and within that group environment. So I think that group environment is important. 
but I think what's more important is everyone has their own specific program. Yes. No, I agree. I for, agree. For just best results. Like I'm not, I don't want to, you know, hate on CrossFit or other CrossFit programs and, you know, slam what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me in my coaching career, like it, I've gotten to a point where like, what's the best, what is going to give the person the most results, right? What's going to create results that last, you know, five, 10 years down the road. And that's ultimately what we try to do with our clients, you know, over time is design a program for them that they can look at it and go, man, I'm going to, I'm going to kill this and sustain this for five, 10 years. Mm -hmm. Would you say though, the programs and the design have the principles of CrossFit movements, um, in your, with your clients still trying to lose weight, if that makes sense. Are you doing CrossFit movements is what I'm saying. Uh, with your clients you CrossFit movements. Can you define that? Yeah, that's what I don't know. I don't know. Like, like snatching how much, yeah, how much Olympic lifting you're doing, how much, you know, just what, what does all that entail? What is the spectrum of CrossFit is what I'm asking because like most people come to me and they're like, yeah, um, I've been thinking about doing CrossFit, but I'm just scared that I'm going to hurt my knees and my shoulders and all this stuff. And I don't know what to tell them because I know there's a broad spectrum, but I don't know what it is. You know what I yeah. mean? So what you're, you're at this end with more of the lifestyle weight loss, it sounds like clients. Yeah. And then there's the whole spectrum of here's the elite athlete right here. Here's, yeah. you know, older demographic trying to lose weight. So can you yeah. kind of give me maybe what movements and stuff that you put into your programs? Yeah. So as far as the like Olympic lifting and whatnot, um, one percent of our clients are actually doing really? that yeah and that one percent they're actually like they want to be uh they want to be competitive one day you know we got like a master's athlete um and uh i think that's it i think we just got like one guy that does you know that like because everyone else is like you know if i don't have to do it to get the results i want then why do it right there's a better option than you know, so for you, I would just say pick, pick someone apart, you know, like, and with questions and ask them why, you know, um, why this, why CrossFit, what is it that you want out of it? Um, and, uh, you know, most of the time they can, they, they can get something better from you, from a coach, mm-hmm. right. That has a very specific approach to something that can help them out with a lot of the back end lifestyle pieces that really make the biggest difference right because i mean because you know that someone can kill it in the day, in the gym two hours a day but if they're not if they're not recovering if they're not eating if they're not hydrating if they're not absorbing the nutrients right then what's the point if they're not sleeping you know like oh you're only getting like three four hours of sleep then you know, what's the point in just suffering right yeah so yeah. yeah i think i think there's a there's been a yeah yeah. So that's, yeah. But as far as the, as far as the movements that, yeah, I mean, I'm a big more fan. like, like you manipulate with like heart rates and stuff doing just body weight. Do you do a lot of, um, uh, medicine ball work stuff? that's more of like a lower, um, load, a lot low, less of a load in terms of, you know, obviously weight on the, on your body. Um, do you work a lot with that with my clients now? No. Okay. You still try to, inc- you oh, still try to implement the, um, Oh wait, what do you mean by that? Your client, were you asking me about like my current clients and the program that we have now? Yeah. So like your demographic in your gym, how you yeah. structure their stuff, is it a lot and it's still considered CrossFit, correct? 
No. Oh, no. that's where we're kind of back yeah. up. Okay. I see what you're saying now. Because I was trying to like, I'm, I was trying to figure out if I should talk about past tense or present tense. So. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. I was just trying to get some more of your like current uh, stuff right now. That makes yep. sense. That it's kind of transitioning out. Yeah. So I want to go, I do want to go into actual like hardcore training, high level uh, CrossFit. We can do that too. So um, now we have that, you would say that maybe CrossFit traditionally is not for weight loss, is not for all that stuff, but you can still incorporate some things in there that you shouldn't be scared about. We can kind of like put a, a shell around that. Yeah, like I learned a lot of great stuff from CrossFit. Like I've been, I highly benefited from the movements, the technique, the some of the program, you know, design that they did um, with looking at, you know, basically your, your three different energy pathways and um, it, uh, yeah, so we haven't been doing CrossFit or promoting like, hey, we're a CrossFit gym for the past two years now. Gotcha. Um, yeah, that we, makes sense. we try to like stay away from that because of the stigma and the, um, uh, yeah, the preconceived notions and everything like that. But, gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, but right currently right now, most people do start out with just a, we want them to be fundamentally sound moving their own body weight before they, you know, just good progressions of mm -hmm. fundamental bodybuilding stuff, mm -hmm. you know, just, you know, start at a base level and then work up there, make sure you're stable and got the range of motion for these positions and, you know, and make sure as a coach, like I keep a good filter in mind when I'm thinking about Jane that I'm not pushing Jane as an athlete because she's a stay at home mom who wants to lose 50 pounds and doesn't want this crazy intensity. So, um, yeah. So no, I don't think it's necessary. I don't think the in intensity side is necessary for, for weight loss. I think it's actually detrimental for a lot of people when it comes to, to that, because they're already stressed out. Interesting. Okay. So now that's a really good take. I'm glad that we kind of clear that up because you coming from across the background and now you're saying that people who are wanting to maybe lose weight, like you said, stay home mom, your demographic CrossFit probably is not the best solution for you. Right. Um, okay. That right. makes total sense. And that's what I wanted everybody to hear coming from a guy himself who's been doing it a lot. So uh, I'm not saying it's bad. I mean, not bad. And I want to go into like now, you know, yeah. to take us through how to be this explosive, strong, <laughs> ass, just jacked guy that can move weight. So from yeah. your experience in the past, is there somebody wanting, listening right now, wanting to get into CrossFit to be competitive, just like you did, yeah. just you into that leaderboard. Yes. You know, how would you say to start it and the progression through? I would say hire you as a coach. <laughs> I would honestly say, you know, uh, to be competitive in CrossFit. We're talking now. We're talking and making sure. I just want to be really clear here. We're talking about competing in CrossFit, right? Yeah, I'd say let's do that. Let's do actually like competing, trying yeah. to increase your your reach of potential, pretty much. Yeah. So I would say the most important part of it, and you can look at. The stuff you know, you can study the guys who go to regionals and games and all that stuff, and, and really just local guys, you know, that are competitive have at least five to ten years of uh, weight training specifically for their CNS system. Mm. They have a well-developed CNS CNS system, so they can actually put out this high intensity that a lot of people, you know, perceive and talk about. 
And so tell, explain for the people who don't know exactly what that means. Tell us what does CNS training look yeah. like? What does that mean? So in simple, your CNS is like your circuit board of your system, right? Mm -hmm. So someone you can have, you know, you can have a big circuit board, but not all the light bulbs are turned on. Not all the connections are made, right? So just because you have muscle doesn't mean you have full connection and can actually utilize that full potential of that muscle, right? Yeah. So every single rep that you do and struggle with in, you know, bodybuilding or just weight training just in, in general helps expand and, and uh, uh, deepen that CNS system, you know? So that may, that's why it makes sense why – you know, say someone who is just now starting out um, weight training, they've never weight, weight trained before, like, and then this really wouldn't happen. But say we did like a back squat, right? They did a one rep max, okay? Um, say like an endurance athlete wanted to do a one rep max, um, doesn't have any weight training history, he would be able to rest, hit that one rep max, rest about two, three minutes, and he would be able to hit it again. Now you take someone who has a really well-developed CNS system, they hit a one rep max, it's gonna take them forever to recover. They won't even be able to truly hit that one rep max, you know, for a while. So yeah. that, yeah, being able to put out that kind of absolute strength and convert that absolute strength into power and then that power into muscle endurance and aerobic, you know, mixed muscle. This is awesome, because exactly, like this morning, I was literally thinking, I was like, you know what I wanna talk about? The different, strength, power, um, hypertrophy, and then maybe endurance and kind of cover that with what you're talking about. So you're saying for new CrossFitters to focus on pure strength in the beginning yeah. <clears throat> through developing obviously motor unit patterns and everything like that with your, what you're talking about, your circuit board, your central nervous system. So um, tell us how you did or how you would go about trying to develop that circuit board like what is the workouts the rep ranges stuff like that mm, that's a that's a hard loaded question because i don't know who i'm who i'm looking at right mm -hmm. so i don't know like where that person sits on um uh there's so many things to take into consideration with their assessment you know yeah, um, yeah. so it's hard to like just kind of shoot out off the hip with that one. Mm -hmm. um, can you be more specific with just a type of person? Like give me more of like a, create more of a person for me. Okay, yeah, so my demographic is gonna be just probably, if you had, um, still say my age, yeah, let's do that. Let's do me almost, but not less experienced. So let's do maybe demographic, like a T, not a T, uh, 20, 20s, early 20s, um, going to college, not even going to college, whatever, basic gym bro, right? Yes. And he's like been lifting weights for a year or two, not knowing exactly really what's going on. He's just been lifting weights. His nutrition doesn't know anything about. He's just been trying to get in the gym and be active. Uh, he's been squatting and bench pressing, maybe not the right way, but he's been doing it. Yeah. Um, he comes to you and says, hey, I saw this CrossFit uh, poster of the games I saw it on I don't know if they have Hulu or whatever is on now these <laughs> days but um, I want to do that because I want to be really strong uh, yeah. tell me like what I need to do is that create enough of a character for you yeah 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 
Um, so I would say you need to go through two weeks of testing. Okay. Two weeks so, of assessment. That's, that's good. Yeah. Okay. And what do you do through that? So within those two weeks, it's a certain progression to where we're finding kind of like what you kind of where, what you were talking about at the beginning, we look at different strength ratios. So if they, if they are competent enough to squat and squat good, then we look at what is their squat, uh, their one rep max squat versus their percentage based on their one rep max deadlift, you know, and we want their deadlift to be 125% greater than their back squat. Okay. It's standard, you know, mm -hmm. um, we want their weighted pull up to be, or sorry, their strict press to be 60% strict barbell press, 60% of their weighted pull up. Um, so we look at absolute strength test, um, after they pass, you know, a lot of body weight stuff, you know, just, so we're talking to someone who, who can move, right. They yeah. don't have issues or, or injuries yeah. or anything like that. So you look at absolute strength and then you look at, uh, turning that strength into power. Um, oh geez. So it's so deep. Cause like CrossFit. Good. I love it. I love it. We're talking about power right now too, about velocity and force together and explosiveness. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. And then, and then doing it over and over and over again, you know? So if someone was to hop on a, a rower and do a 500 meter sprint all out, no holds bar, you know, and then you only have 90 seconds to rest, then do it again, you know? So the person who has like is extremely strong and powerful can get a really low score on that first 500 and then rest a minute and they're just completely tanked and they're just suffering for that second 500 meter row. Right. Mm -hmm. Just because they're so well developed and they've, you know, they've hit that point. Then you take it a step further. Someone who has that strength, but they know how to use that power, right. They can convert it into power uh, within a sustainable way. And they've, uh, train their lactic system to where now they can use lactic as a fuel, right? Yeah. Um, now they're going to get that same low time and then rest a minute and still be able to suffer and get just a, almost a good of a, a low time on that second one. So yeah. yeah. Long term, you know, it's just such a broad scale. It's like, you know, no one just, especially nowadays, like maybe whenever CrossFit first came out, you could just hop right in and sort of be competitive. But now, like, we got to map out, like, if, if you're not going to be committed to, like, a five-year plan, then, you know. There's, you're not going to make it to where you want to go. Don't do it, right? Don't do it. If you're not going to, you know, take it, competitive, take it seriously then, and make something out of it, then, um, you know, if you want to just learn about it and just kind of, you know, yeah. So anyways, gotcha. No, that's sweet. I like this. So this is going into periodization and stuff, which is awesome. I really like that stuff. So first strength, building strength and all that means is just having a higher force production. Like you're able to lift more weight, correct? And then absolute strength. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're talking about going into power. And with that, um, first of all, strength, do you pretty much just say like, try and do the big lifts? Like you said, Let's see, squat. Do you do bench or do you not do bench for that? Yeah, but more more of a close grip bench press. Okay. Okay. So not, not like here, right? Yeah. But just here, because that because like this transitions more functionally to that, right? Press. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All that stuff. The squat, close grip bench, weighted pull ups, deadlifts. Um, what are some other movements that people can start working on? 
for absolute strength for what you're trying to do? I would, I would, I mean, those are plenty. I would stick with those, um, front squat. Um, you're going to need a solid front squat. You're going to need to have not just like a heavy overhead squat, but just good position in the overhead squat is okay. more important when you're first starting out. So forget about the heavy weight because when you're competing for in CrossFit, you have to complete or actually like place in the open high in the open to actually make it to regionals. Mm -hmm. Right. And then from regionals, then you got to place in regionals to make it to the game, like top four, something like that. And yeah. yeah. So, yep. you know, matching a crazy heavy amount of weight is not, is not going really to do you any good. So more of like a muscle endurance type approach would be good. If they've got a solid strength foundation, then look at muscle endurance and turning, um, doing a lot of aerobic repeats. Aerobic repeats. Okay. So yeah. strength and then going into power and, and, and muscle endurance almost. Right. Um, once you've kind of developed your central nervous system, you would suggest them going into doing, do you do a lot of like crossover training for that? Or do you do like plyo plyometric work for that? Or do you go into, um, what do you like to do for endurance stuff? Cyclical endurance. Okay. Okay. Endurance uh, repeats. So they're doing uh, the concept two rower. They're on a assault fan wheel bike. Okay. Or they're on a ski erg. Okay. Learning how to pace. Yeah. Learning how. To pace. <laughs> no, no, exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> learning how to like not just because most people like, hey, I can go out the gate really hard, but the tr a true like athlete knows how to game it knows like what 80% feels like and knows what 88% feels like knows what 95% feels like based on the time domain. So if I've got a 60 minute workout, I did this, check out my Instagram. I did this the other day and I did a 60 minute workout, um, mixed model. So there's like a sled push, there's some jump rope, there's some ski erg and some, you know, no push up burpees and whatnot. Um, but a lot of different movements that, need to be sustained for it to be for it to have the optimal results right the most get, to get the most out of it mm -hmm. um so those row repeats are extremely hard <laughs> yeah. and like hitting it on the on the money each time so yeah that would be getting really good at pacing um and knowing your pace uh, i'd say is the most important part gotcha so once uh, you develop the strength and then trying to get that endurance um, it sounds like, this is just what I'm thinking, is sounding like you're trying to increase, like you told me before, that lactate threshold. So you're yeah. able to like sustain a high intense or a high force output over that extended period of time. Is that kind of where we're trying to merge here? Uh, with, the with the lactate and all those. those so like you're able to be strong for, and then you try to find your percentage of, so you don't wear yourself out in the first set. And so yeah. you try to be strong all the way through is kind of what you're saying. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Not crash and burn. And a lot of that just becomes suffering. So like, I could, I, so like you, I could take, I could put you through a test, right? Uh -huh. Say I put you like this 10 minute AMRAP, right? I but, is, but yeah. <laughs> you know what that means? I don't, I don't know what that means. Okay. So AMRAP is just as many reps as possible. Oh, okay. Within that 10 minutes. So say you did like five burpees, you know, um, 10 calories on the assault bike. Let's just keep it simple. Um, and you did that for 10 minutes, right? 
Um, so, and then you, you didn't pace it well. Um, at eight minutes or say seven minutes in, no, let's say, let's say six minutes, six minutes in, you're like suffering. Yeah. You're like, your, your heart is through the roof. You're sucking wind, you know, and then you're just surviving the remainder of the minutes. Right. Mm-hmm. I yeah. remember that. I remember that from last time. Yeah. I did sprints too. I was <laughs> did we do that? Yeah, I did. I did all that shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyways, keep going. Crazy. Yeah, I had to pull the plug on it. Every whenever, like I, I knew like I couldn't maintain that and my sanity and grow the business and all that stuff. Yeah. So <laughs> my priorities switched. Um, but anyways, I could take that same person, give them more of a strategy, um, and then they would get the same amount of reps without suffering as much. Okay. Or really suffering at all. They're just breathing heavy and. Oh, I made it through it and I got the same amount of reps. So, so yeah, that strategy really comes into play. Okay. And so when you get to that second stage of actually developing your endurance, do you still like to incorporate strength movements with endurance movements or are you keeping the sessions completely separate? I keep them separate at first for a while. At first for a while? For a long time until someone can like really prove to me that they can lift heavy weights under a, you know, while they're fatigued and look really good and stay relaxed and calm without like, you know, doing like that, then, then you can transition into that. But until you can, yeah, until you can, I guess, stay really controlled and relaxed in that, you know, movement, then no. Hmm. Yeah. 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 That's cause you're, like you said before training your three different systems of your energy systems. Um, and I've never really messed with a lot of um, training two of them at the same, or not training two of them at the same time, but doing two different types of stimulants at the same time. Yeah. Um, because it would probably just, go ahead. Well, and I, I wanted to make this while I've still got this thought um, with like intensity and in CrossFit and like the sport of CrossFit and really like any sports, no one goes into a sport and is an athlete and, and, and says, oh, I'm doing this because I, because I want to live long and prosper and I want to be really functional when I'm 60 years old, right? right. No, and that you go into that saying, like, I want first place and I want to crush everybody else. Yeah. That's the athlete mindset, right? right? But what happened and where the problem came was CrossFit came on the board when Greg Glassman started and everything and created this continuum that said, oh, well, the more fit you are, the healthier you, healthier you are, right? And it's like, <laughs> these like athletes, you know, that are like putting it all out there. They're not, they're taking years off their life. You ask any of them that are going to be honest with you, they, they took years off their life, you know? Trying to take it to the next level, like the, the highest potential they could reach. Yeah. And so I guess that's something for people listening right now, not to be scared of it, but to, because you learn, you learn so much, like everything you just said. I'm sure there's that, no judgment. I don't judge yeah. one or another. It's just to be aware and know, like why you're doing what you're doing and, and cost and you know. And it's for me, I have more respect for it. I got more respect for you know CrossFit athletes and and whatnot because of what they go through, you know, and more than an admiration for the top end guys now. That it's like, dude, I can't believe you know these guys are doing what they're doing right now. Um, it's just, it's remarkable. So, but yeah, if someone just wants to like, I mean, you can do it like as a hobby, but 
you know, just kind of like a recreational sport, but don't call yourself like a CrossFit athlete. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> athlete, like that's a big, you know, that's a big, um, you know, no one just kind of like, you know, it would be like someone in your, in your field saying like, well, I just kind of do physique competitions here and there. It's like, yeah. so I'm, a, I'm a physique athlete. Like, no, you're not. You just kind of work out two times a week. Just to <laughs> and, no, and there's no problem with that. But just no. don't like, yeah. athlete, right? yeah. Just make that and, and you'll be more fulfilled because then you're not constantly disappointing yourself. Because if you say that, if you say you're an athlete, but you're, you're not, then you're, you're setting yourself up for failure, right? Right. And so why, yeah, why do that? Why? Yeah. So yeah. It's, no, it's no, like I've got no judgment for against like, it being right or wrong or, or whatever. I just, I geek out on the whole like science of it. Ins and outs of it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm the same. I'm the same. Cause I haven't competed in a long time, but I love learning all the stuff with manipulations and just training and nutrition and everything like that. So one yeah. thing I was going to ask you though, because um, CrossFit is such a high intense training system, I guess you would call it. Um, where do you recommend people starting out with recovery and, and stuff like that? Like how, how, how many days a week? I know it's in the assessment too, but you know, starting out trying to reach a high intensity and allowing recovery, I'd just my like intuition saying that you're going to have to have your recovery in line with, with yeah. that. Yeah. That, and that intensity has to be defined. Recovery. So like, are we talking about like, there's just different kinds of, you know, uh, yeah, different stimuluses to recover from, right? Yeah. Um, because you're covering a large scale of energy systems and demand and all that. All that okay. So let me ask you this and make it a little more specific. Yeah. So going into this, <clears throat> sounds like in our beginning stage, to not necessarily like you don't, you shouldn't do any sort of cardiovascular exercise, but to focus on strength. So you're going to be doing obviously resistance training to a point of putting a load on your body to get stronger. Right. So taxing that system, whether it's the PCR and then, you know, little into the anaerobic, um, do you, how many days in between, on those really intense lifts, do you see um, recovering? Um, I mean, for a beginner, a little bit, they don't need as much recovery because they're not digging as deep, right? Okay, okay. You know, if if someone's going to be a CrossFit athlete, they're training every day. Like, you don't get Sundays off. Sundays are like, you go for a hike, you know? Like, you're still moving, you're still, you know, staying active. But if someone, you know, is getting deeper into it and they're digging deeper into their system. They're a little bit more advanced than, you know, a good 48 hours from, from that work is, is pretty solid for most, for most work. work. And it doesn't mean that they're not training within that 48 hours. It's just that that intensity is lower and they're doing more structural work. Um, Yeah. So once again, it's kind of a loaded question, just depending like on the person and their capability. No, I'm sorry. It is loaded. Just keep it with the same kind of person I've been describing like that young guy wanting to get into it. Cause I would say that probably that's, who's going to be, you know, my 
circle right now. And a lot of people yeah. just lifting weights either want to look jacked or just want to be really strong, right? So yeah. there's that age. It's not about uh, functionality or health or shit like that. It's just about look jacked or be strong. You know what I mean? So, yeah. um, but yeah, that's just the reality of it. So I, that's why I, I was asking you that. Um, because go ahead. So here's a here's a here's a question I get asked a lot. I'm sure you do, right? Well, it's like, what are my macros? What should my macros be, right? Yeah. Right. And I always like to fire back. How much do you sleep at night? <laughs> how much How's water do you drink? <laughs> Why does that matter, right? Yeah. It's like exactly how much water you drink. Like, oh, I don't know. Do you chew your food? Like, uh, kinda. I don't know. Do you drink any water while you're eating your food? It's like. Well, yeah, always. It's like, okay, well, we probably should get those things in order before we talk about this advanced stuff that you want to just dive right into, you know, because it's sexy and it's cool and it's like, yeah, and I get that. And it's like, well, we'll get to that place. But no one ever, ever, ever in their right mind would have someone do a box jump if they can't step up on that box in the first place. I love that. Right? So, the right. Same, right? so the same approach needs to happen with nutrition and recovery, right? right? So, you know, it's like, why, why waste your time talking about other, all this, you know, if you're looking at a pyramid, why waste your time at the top when the bottom is completely, you know, forsaken, you know, just not, it just kind of looked over, you know? Yeah. So, you can even refer to, um, I don't know if that pyramid comes into your head because of Eric Helms, um, different strength training pyramids and nutrition pyramids. That's what pops into my mind. I don't know if you've heard of those, or watched those. Yep. But, but yeah, on the bottom, I think the bottom one's just straight calories. You know, yeah. it's just like, well, before even calories, I like to do exactly what you just said. You know, sleep, water. Um, <laughs> dude, like, yeah. are you how many how many times are you eating out? You know, like just basic stuff. Sometimes it comes down to it's not rocket science, you know? It's not rocket science to, like, lose weight. It's just, like, being honest with yourself and with the people that you're telling those things. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and you, and you there's a ton of people. Um, coach uh, Michael Ban, is a, he's an OPEX coach. He's phenomenal. He's got this hashtag called, like, the bandwagon. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, like, a free plug for him. Um, but he's just, he's great working with um, really re rehabilitating uh, CrossFit athletes that, you know, we're kind of riding that line and doing too much intensity and not recovering. And, um, you know, you can just have, a, I can just have a sit down conversation with someone and just tell off the bat if they're recovering or not, just from a simple thing. Like, Hey, when you wake up, do you have energy? You know, within, within an hour or two hours of waking, do you feel that cortisol hit? You know, like, or are you just like, you know, what does that look like? What is your, you know, like circadian rhythm, you know, you, circadian rhythm is like one of the most important, most overlooked pieces in any kind of field or spectrum of health and fitness and, and performance. Right. Mm -hmm. And no one wants to talk about circadian rhythm. <laughs> well, talk about how much volume they're doing and what their macros are. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, but I agree with that hundred percent. And also I see a lot too. Um, I don't know why lately, but just hormonal stuff, you know, like, like I started, I wanted to say, I wanted to quote this for me. I was like, you can't out train a bad diet. You can't out diet bad hormones. Yeah. I mean, but it's like, it's true. Right. And I've, I've seen that so much now where, um, stuff just ain't working. 
And it, unfortunately, it seems like it's on the female side of things more than males. But sometimes, you know, males with their... Males don't want to admit it. Well, yeah, exactly. They don't wanna, you know? Yeah. I mean, they just don't want to talk about it. Yeah. yeah. So, but anyways, anything else with the CrossFit? I know we talked about kind of periodizing through strength and then power and endurance, nutrition, pretty much yeah. just like, you know, start with not having to know like macros and all this stuff, but just to like have quality, the basics that your mom and dad probably taught you when you were young, like actually use them, you know, drink water, sleep well, wholesome food, stuff like that. And then also we covered a little bit of sleep, circadian rhythm, like sleep and recovery, how important that really is, especially yeah. with a high stimulating central nervous system exercise. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else you would like offer to them when they're first starting out or trying to go in their intermediate, intermediate even to yeah. try to go higher and let in their performance? Yeah. Get a coach. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put brand and stuff up too. And you, yeah. Cause I have no idea what anything. About coach, it. I mean, yeah, get someone, get someone who kind of like I've been there, done that. And I mean, not necessarily me, but just, you know, someone in, in any fitness in any kind of spectrum, whether it's, you know, just you want to look good naked or you want to compete or, you know, what, um, having a coach is invaluable and it's really something, you know, like I consider you a fitness professional, right? Mm -hmm. Cause you're doing this, you're in your, you're wanting to do this full time, right? Yeah. This isn't some weekend gig for you. Yeah. Right. But right. there's so many people out there that it's like, it's just kind of a weekend like side gig. Right. Yeah. And they're just kind of like, yeah, and it's like I'm not judging that as it's wrong, but people need to be aware that there are like fitness professionals out there. There's few of them, but that like do it full time. And like, hey, this is what I'm dedicated to. And so that kind of relationship, no robot, no advanced technology, no biohacking can ever replace that relationship, right? Because at the end of the day, we're not robots. You can't just type in numbers and go, all right, here you go, you're good, you know? Like you, you need that connection. You need that, um, that mentorship in a way, you know, and it's, it's that person's job to always pull on the mentor. Um, throughout my years of experience, like I've always, and just being like honest now, I've always had mentors and whether it was an official coach or someone that was coaching me through stuff always up until now up until like this past December. And I'm like, it's like a scary feeling, you know? I'm like, God, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not really like pulling on one or two people right now. And I need to get back to that place because like, I don't know a whole lot about business and growing a business and you know, the admin and all the back end stuff. Right. So a lot of, it's a huge learning curve for me. And, and that's the same practice with, fitness and CrossFit and whatever you got to get someone who's been there, done that and, and keep pulling on them, you know, pay the price, you know, do, you know, don't just kind of like tip your toe in the water, like go for it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Invest in yourself, invest in like exactly your goals. And I agree hundred percent. I wouldn't say that I would um, have any, the amount of clients or just the success little bit. I've only had a tiny bit compared to, uh, you know, yourself, but like mentorship has been the main thing. Like, honestly, yeah. I'm sorry. You said about college and, and you being wanting to be better with your academics, dude, schools, 
<laughs> I haven't used any of it, man. So, <laughs> so <laughs> mentorship and, and, you know, having coaches before, just like you said, and learning firsthand and pulling off with somebody, I think that is the most important thing, 100%. So, yeah. 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 And dedicating yourself to learning. Yeah. You know, like, don't just... You know, I'm, I'm sure you get it a lot. And I know we're like wrapping up and I'll let you finish on the last note. No, go ahead. No, I, yeah. But like, you know, like we're not at the end of the day, like we're not here to fix people, you know, but yet that's a lot of the mindset out there. It's like, Hey, you fix me. I'm good to go. Thank you. You know, but it's like, Hey, how about I like, I teach you and educate you on how to, you know, fix yourself or advance your life and you know do what you want to do here here are the tools apply it go you know yeah and i think that's what the the weekend the weekend fitness coaches are not they're just sending out cookie cutters diet plans and stuff like that and i agree with you um i want my people leaving the program understanding why the hell they just spent the last 12 weeks doing what they're doing (laughs) that's huge that's gonna yeah uh, I love it, man. I love it. But anyways, uh, we'll wrap it up then. Um, I'm going to put Brandon's social media um, and email in the description box for this. This is going to be on YouTube, also SoundCloud and iTunes. So I'll have all that linked up a little later, Brandon, for you. But um, for now, if you guys have any questions, you know, for me, I'll put my contact stuff in there too. But probably going to be messaging him because if it's about CrossFit, don't be scared to hit him up. He's, you know, easy access and and more than willing, I'm sure to talk with you guys. So anyways, my man, thank you so much for, you know, spending the last hour talking about some fun stuff in my opinion. Um, I really appreciate it. Yeah, no, absolutely, man. Absolutely. And I'll respond to the comments below in this, uh, in the YouTube link. So perfect. Perfect. All right. Well, I will, Hopefully, actually, you see you soon. I'm going to drop by, see the uncle. So, anyways. Yeah, we've got to get a workout. i got to kill me again. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, all right, my man. I will talk to you soon. Peace out, guys. See ya.